Welcome, everybody, to the first episode of the Ghost Podcast. I hope you enjoy listening to it here. Story 1, 4 a.m. car cleaning. Some quick background leading up to the night in question. I'm graduating from a university tomorrow, so I was determined to get an early night. I got around to my friend's house for a wee spliff. But don't get me wrong, I'm not a pothead. It was more of a celebration anyway. I remembered I had to take my mum to the hospital. Nothing serious, but she had to be taken and picked up. Then I remembered we rolled the joint in the car. Disaster, she'd smell and see it everywhere. So I made a mental note to stop and vacuum the car. We have a 24-hour petrol station really close to us, but it's sort of on its own as there is no houses or buildings around. I pulled in and looked over to the shop. They use a hatch after 12 and don't allow you inside. But I didn't need anything. It had just ticked over 4am and I had to be up at 10. So I wanted to just get this done and get out of here. The vacuum machine was behind the coal shed. But it was very well lit. I cranked on some music on my phone and got to work. One pound for four minutes of vacuuming. Not bad, I thought. No one else was in the parking lot except for one white van, but the guy inside was yelling wildly into his phone. Not loudly, just making a lot of gestures. I felt for him, probably some guy who's been driving all night, but hey, I cranked on with the work at hand. Then I looked over again and caught his eye. He looked away and I laughed. Love at first sight, I thought to myself. I was in an amazing mood. Then it started to get weird. The summer sun was already starting to rise, and the streetlights went out, including those illuminating the petrol station. It wasn't that dark, but it was noticeably creepier, and I was keen to really get a move on. I stared over at the van and saw the man watching me again, still talking on his phone. But then something happened that I really, really freaked out at. I saw someone lean forward from the other seat and peek around the guy, then immediately slam themselves back against the seat. That's when I noticed the guy on the phone was the passenger and wasn't driving. I hadn't noticed this when I drove in, but I shrugged it off and set the vacuum cleaner back, ready to leave. I threw all my stuff back into my car and went to unlock the door when a voice said, Excuse me. I swear I nearly shot myself there and then. My heart was absolutely pounding, but I recognized the voice. The petrol station was a spar, the same chain of stores I work in, and the guy who'd spoken was my old supervisor. He'd moved to the 24-hour store not too long ago. He began to shout at me for using the vacuum so late at night. The two guys in the van just sat there watching us as if waiting for him to go away. Then he said something to me that made my whole situation real. I'm going to have to ask you to come inside. We aren't allowed to allow customers in past 11, even in a store that is open until 12. This is a big no-no especially as I knew I wasn't doing anything wrong. I allowed him to lead the way, 
and the moment we were in the store he put down the shutters. He told me that he'd been watching the guys in the van, and they'd been sitting there for nearly three hours. Little did I know my old supervisor saw someone get out of the back of the van, and as he described it, put a bit of masking tape across a few digits in the number plate, effectively creating a new one. I began to panic. Looking outside, I noticed the van was gone. After checking the CCTV, it was shown that they sped away the minute I was taken into the store. We called the police and they examined the little footage that it was. Immediately, they took the tape and thanked us for bringing it to their attention. At one moment on the CCTV, the guy who got out of the back of the van turned to get back in, and it looked like he had a knife in his hand. I realize the sounds dramatic, and the story isn't exactly thrilling, but I cannot imagine what would have happened if my old supervisor hadn't been looking out for me. I'm never vacuuming at 4am anymore, that's for sure. Story 2 Followed It all started with a normal day at work. I worked at a small grocery store at the time, and my duties consisted of gathering shopping carts in the parking lot and bagging groceries. Normal minimum wage stuff. It was rainy that morning and of course, I was assigned to carts all day. About two hours into my shift I saw a man rushing to get his groceries into his car. It was pouring, I ran over to him and started to help him with his bags. It's pouring, I said. Mind if I help you get out of the rain? Yes, thank you so much. As he was closing his trunk, he looked at me. With a very surprised look on his face, he lowered his eyebrows and looked me up and down and smirked. Are you a new hire? No, I've been here for a couple months. Oh, you are very pretty. He said it in a weirdly sensual tone. Thank you. Have a good day. I shut it down. I'm not interested. As I was walking back to the store, I hid until he left. I could feel him watching me while I walked away. Nevertheless, I continued to work, not really thinking about it. After my lunch, I was at a register, bagging groceries, and I noticed the same man from earlier walk in. I pretended I didn't see him and just kept bagging. He came up to the register and got a single chocolate bar. I didn't give him a bag. He stands towering over me and says, Aren't you going to bag my item? Oh, sorry. I didn't know you wanted a bag for one thing. I put his chocolate bar into a bag and told him have a good day. When are you off work, sweetheart? Oh man, I'm not comfortable giving you my information. He returned with, That's okay. You've been working here for what, five hours? You probably get off around six or seven, right? He smiled, winked at me, and walked away. Disgusted, I went to my manager and told her what had happened. She told me not to work the lot anymore and to ask someone to walk me to my car. So by the end of my shift, I had a male co-worker walk me to my truck, and we scanned the parking lot. Looking for this man's car, we didn't see him, so my co-worker went back inside and I started my truck. I called my mom to tell her what had happened, and once she answered, I left the parking lot. Literally the second I turned into the road, I saw his car pull onto the road behind me. I told my mom I thought he was going to follow me, and she told me to just drive around a bit until you lose him. I drove around for about 20 minutes just going in circles around my town, 
I hit a red light and he pulled up next to me and started yelling something to me. His open window, I of course pretended he wasn't there, but I could still hear what he was saying. You would bear some good kids for me. You'd make a great slave for me, little lady. He then started being very explicit about what he was going to do to me. If he caught me. I told my mom that I was going to call 911. And if I wasn't home in an hour, call the police. The man speeds ahead of my truck and starts brake checking me. Frantic. I waited for the closest intersection and turned up the block. My phone fell under the seat while I was turning and I decided to go to the nearest open establishment and run in and hide and have someone call 911. The closest open business I could find was a convenience store at a gas station. I pulled in, parked, and ran in for my life into the store. I tell the clerk what is happening. She takes me to the break room and locks me in there. While processing that I might have survived this ordeal, I hear the door of the storefront start violently rattling, and before I knew it, the clerk was locking herself in the break room too. She was on the phone with the police, and they were on their way. We were silent, cowering in the dark room. I found myself feeling guilty for wrapping another woman into this fear. My thoughts were racing through my head. I said to him, Did I lead him on? No. I just told him have a good day. Has he been following me for longer than tonight? How did he know what car I drove? Are the police going to get here in time? Are we going to die? Finally the small room is illuminated by red and blue lights from the crack under the door. We hear a voice over the intercom telling us it's safe and to come out. Shaking, the clerk takes out her keys and opens the door. We walk out and give our statements. After the police leave, I turn to my unexpected savior and profusely thank her. We cry, hug, and she walks me to my car. The next night, I went back and bought her some food and an Amazon gift card. I have been in a nearly fatal car accident 10 feet away from a mountain lion in the wild, and I am a survivor of sexual assault. I can tell you, with total honesty, I thought that was the end of my line. Stay aware, be cautious, and stay safe. Story 3. Good Night I've only experienced sleep paralysis three times, but my first time was the worst. I've never had any visual encounters, but when it happened the first time, I was lying on my left side and started to feel that pressure was on my chest. When I realized I was paralyzed, I started panicking. Then something whispered in my ear, just coming to say goodnight. That's when I felt like something was pushing me towards the edge of the bed. Terrifying shit. Story 4 Halloween Creeper This happened last Halloween when I was with my brother. We had just got done trick-or-treating for the night. My brother and I were walking back to our house when we realized there was a guy following us. I couldn't see his face because it was pretty dark with no street lamps. I told my brother about the guy, and he told me to just walk faster. No sooner we started walking fast, the hooded guy started jogging, which made us start running. That's when a simple walk home turned into a race for our house. All while the man was gaining on us. Luckily we made it home, but this guy grabbed my shoulder, but he soon let go because my dad was on the porch. We went inside and that was that. We got followed home by a hooded creep. Story 5. Midnight Office Working the night shift always sucked. I work in an office building, 
and would constantly do the night shifts, since it's the only time it would work out for me. I'm just about the only person on the floor that I worked on, possibly in the whole building. There would always be this kind of eerie feeling to being in such a big building, with most of the lights out and absolutely no one around. But on the upside, it was peaceful and less stressful and I got a lot of work done. There was this one night though, it was a Friday night, around 2 in the morning. I was typing away at my keyboard when I heard a noise from outside of my cubicle. It sounded just like a random crack from the walls or something. It's unusual in this building, but I didn't get too concerned about it. I resumed typing away and once again interrupted by a sound. This time, the sound of a computer starting up. It caught me off guard. I was sure no one else was working the night shift. I stood up on my chair to get a view over the cubicle walls. The glare of a computer screen in the dark was visible from a cubicle on the opposite side of the room. Then I did something stupid, something I regret. I asked if anyone was there in a yell, hoping to get an answer from a fellow employee. But instead, I saw the glaring light of the computer monitor turn off. And there was once again nothing but darkness on that side of the room. I started getting nervous. I turned off the lamp and computer screen so I wouldn't give away my position to whoever that was. I crouched down and tiptoed across to a nearby cubicle. There was just utter silence. I sat there waiting for something to happen for God knows how long. But I eventually decided the coast was clear. I tiptoed down past all the cubicles until I was by an opening near the exit door to the stairs and elevator. And that's when I realized that my fearful suspicions were true. There was a man crouched down behind a plant in the corner of the room dressed in all black. I felt my heart sink as I noticed him, but it didn't seem like he knew that I noticed him. I turned back to the stairway door. There was no way I was going to wait for the elevator and take a chance. I casually opened the door and closed it behind me, proceeding to walk down the stairs. After making it down about two flights of stairs, I heard the door above me push open aggressively, followed by manic, echoing footsteps coming fast down the stairs. I raced down the stairs, running as fast as I could, all the while the footsteps above me were getting louder. I finally made it to the first floor, raced through the lobby, and out the front door. Whoever was in there didn't follow me. I immediately called the cops along with my boss. My boss said that there was no one scheduled to work except for me. The cops scanned the place top to bottom, but there was no one in there. I couldn't help them out with any description other than that he was wearing all black. I did continue to do the night shift for a week after that, with my boss allowing me to lock all possible entrances to the floor, including the elevators. But I still wasn't comfortable with it, so ever since, I've been doing the day shifts. Story 6, The Creepy Lady I was having lunch with a couple of my friends when a woman my mother's age sat down next to me at our table and started rambling about how beautiful she thought my face was. I was weirded out but flattered until she asked me if she could touch my face. She claimed to be a sculptor. She said it would help her recreate my face for an art piece she was doing. I told her no, but she proceeded to grope my face anyway. My friends bursted out in hysterical laughter as I was trying to get her off of me. Suddenly she started violently licking my nose and face. This is when a waiter pulled her off of me and dragged her out of the restaurant. She waited for me outside in her car. 
took a picture of me when I left the restaurant over an hour later and quickly drove off. Story 7. Crying from the room beside the stairs. There's an abandoned house next to mine. The previous owner moved out to California 25 years prior and never sold it. I got a flashlight, gloves, and pushed a window open and went inside. Starting with the basement. In the basement was a grand piano. Still plays, but very much out of tune. Old World War II stuff. What seemed to be a signed Elvis poster. And some other really cool shit no one should ever leave behind. There's basically a whole story in that basement. Including a broken wedding picture frame. And instruments everywhere. On the main floor was an unmade bed. Molded food still in the fridge. And on stovetop. Half beers turned solid. Lights that still hadn't been turned off. Then I started upstairs when I heard crying from one of the side rooms. That's when I freaked the fuck out and haven't been there since. Story 8. The Voice. Sometimes when I'm going to sleep, I like to keep track of how weird my thoughts get right before actually falling asleep. Usually within a few minutes before I conk out. My thoughts are just a bunch of non-sequiturs, stuff that doesn't make sense, but it's sort of fun to listen in. A year ago I was going through a pretty bad time. My girlfriend just dumped me for another guy, work was terribly stressful, and I only found a new apartment a couple days before my lease was up, and I had to move out. A day or two before I moved, all my stuff was moved out. And I just had an air mattress in the living room because my bedroom had no lights and felt really empty. I was falling asleep and paying attention to how weird my thoughts were getting. Nothing too strange, just a bunch of random thoughts and phrases popping through my head. When all of a sudden, clear as a bell, I heard what sounded like a voice just a few feet away from me. I remember him saying, Well fuck it, just cut him open. Oh fuck, he can hear us. In a flat, monotone voice. I snapped up, of course, and there was nobody there. It was just a creepy auditory hallucination. But it felt absolutely real for a few seconds. Which made it all worse by how strange my home felt at that moment. Story 9, Wake Up Jane. It was a typical Tuesday, and I had just gotten home from work. It was about 4.30am and I had just sat down in my chair and turned on the TV. I must have dozed off around 6. I started having this frightening dream that made no sense. I was running from something or someone in a misty street that was lit by one street lamp. The weirdest part was that I never saw who or what was chasing me. All of a sudden... I heard, Wake up, Jane! I jolted awake, rubbed my eyes, sweat was all over me. But what freaked me out the most was that about two minutes later, an actor said on the TV, Wake up, Jane. I don't know if this was a coincidence, but it was unsettling. How did my mind play that sound clip from the show I never heard of or watched in my entire life? Story 10, Neighborhood Scare. So this happened three to four years ago. I had just moved to Florida from New York. Living in New York was tight because the taxes were too high, so we had to move to a more affordable state. 
We had family migrating down to Florida, so it seemed like a good idea at the time. About six months to a year or so after living there, I decided to take my dog Maya on a walk. Our neighborhood is nice, protected, and generally safe. It was a fair distance away from my house at this point. I was enjoying some music while enjoying that Florida sunshine. Suddenly, I got that sick feeling in your stomach when you know something's about to go very, very wrong. My family made sure to scare the shit out of me about strangers and the horrible things they could do to you. About two or three cars had driven past at a normal speed, when this small white truck with a middle-aged man were driving by at an amazingly slow speed for such a quiet street. I didn't hesitate to run towards the golf course behind the houses on my personal checkpoint. I hid and peeked out the road. Of course, they had turned around and were looking for me. Luckily, I was not able to be seen, and they ended up driving away. A nearby neighbor saw what had happened and called the police. Shortly after, my mom and the police showed up to my neighbor's location. The officer said, you did the right thing, and we're going to have more patrols through the area during the day. I'm thankful that I was able to get away. Needless to say, I didn't go on a walk down that street for a very long time. If you like stuff like this, why don't you follow me on Twitter? That's twitter.com forward slash realghostymist. And why not follow me on Instagram as well? That's instagram.com forward slash ghostymistofficial. As well as subscribe to my YouTube channel. See y'all and take care.